Well, good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night to you if you're tuned in for uh, First Up This Is on 93.3 CFMU. My name is Joe Mar here to join you for the next hour to 90 minutes or so based on what I feel like doing with this one. Because last week, I decided for the first time to do a show that was less than 90 minutes. Now, that does not mean that I ran out of content, but what filled the content were these musical breaks that I decided to throw in there. Now, this week I'm going to try something a little bit different, just because we can always have some format changes. Anyways, all that to come with a special guest, uh, an interview that I did some time ago that I really want to share with you, and a whole bunch of stuff about radio today on First Up. This is 93.3 CFNU. Welcome back to First Up. This is the show that keeps on changing, but is always the first to do so in various ways. My name is Jomar once again. Thank you for joining me today, as I think we're going to try another format change, because being at home now and doing this broadcast from home and being the one who has full control over First Up, why not? And I think that must have been a really big theme of mine this past week. I'll tell you a little bit more about it in just a moment. But first and foremost, how are you doing? Hopefully you're doing well. You and yours are keeping well. Uh, if it's just yourself, uh, well, hopefully you are. If it's if you're with family, friends, whoever may be around you, uh, please send my regards to them. And I hope that you're all doing well as best as you possibly can during this time, uh, keeping your practices in check and doing the best you can during these coronavirus times as we're all indoors and trying to see if we can flatten the curve. Once again, uh, a huge shout out though if you're outdoors to uh, outdoors for the purposes of working for essential services, a huge um, thank you and I just really commend you for the work that you do to try and help our cause and to uh, put forward uh, the and accelerate potentially the opportunities of going not so much back into regular life but improving lives from this point onward because you've probably seen in the news and seen pictures and posts and all sorts of things that have pertained to some of the positives that have come out of uh, all of our self-quarantining and sort of our times at home that a lot of people have um, effectively called quarantining and sort of these periods at home with the government continually sending us reminders and PSAs and updates. I've been hearing Amber Alerts for the past few minutes now. Um, but nonetheless, aside from that, thank you so much to the essential services and those that had been deemed essential services and those who really are trying to keep the operations going amidst all of us staying at home who are trying our best to combat it by staying indoors. So thank you so much for that. Anyways, now with this episode in mind, uh, I have some interesting features, or at least uh, that I presume are interesting, uh, that I'd like to share with you. One, as you heard in what was a an interestingly modified first wake-up call, um, was one of a special guest of mine that I had actually interviewed a few weeks ago, just before uh, we went into full uh, closure lockdown mode, or in, in lockdown in the sense of the word, uh, it wasn't an official lockdown, but a state of emergency, if you will. Uh, and uh, it was an interview where we were promoting her show and just kind of getting to know getting to know this person. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I mean, the show is still running technically, but no new content on CFMU is being aired at present. So if you may or may not know, CFMU is still running, so you can always still tune in at 93.3 on the FM, as well as at cfmu.ca. But at the same time, uh, there will be no new programming that will be live on the air. I think there is only one exception, that is Get Lit, which is Jamie Tennant's show. Jamie Tennant, uh, by the way, is our program director. Shout out to you, Jamie, because you are still keeping the station going and uh, keeping all the programming up up in check and up to date pretty much in our database. So thank you so much and for keeping CFMU going. Uh, And 
um, where was I getting at with this? Pretty much something about radio. Yes, this is what it was. Uh, I'll be airing that uh, interview. It was just basically a long wind away of saying, I'm going to share this interview with you in just a moment, because why not? And there comes why not again. Uh, what we also got as well, aside from this interview, I figured because we were kind of talking about CFMU and radio, that I'd theme today's episode towards radio. And why exactly now you're wondering what, what what exactly would radio have to do i mean this this particularly is is radio which is fine and that's a podcast in form of radio um but i found myself getting involved with radio a fair amount this past week uh, one example was i decided to take it upon myself to try and observe some of the actual programming that remains um, live and new content that comes out on our commercial radio station. So I got up at about four, uh, I think it was about quarter to five or so one morning, and decided to listen to a morning show in its entirety on one of the commercial stations. Uh, It was a fun time. I mean, I certainly was uh, having the urge and feeling the urge to stretch uh, a whole bunch of times and yawn over the past, over the next uh, three, four, five, six plus hours, but I think it was worth it because it was really really interesting to note how much time is actually spent on every segment. Did you know, or at least this is one particular station, that the commercial segments are really only about four minutes long, or five, or six, give or take? What seems like an eternity every time you listen to a commercial for some people is actually really only no more than about five or six minutes. It's just that each commercial typically being about 15, 30, 45 or so seconds, and they're so numerous, so it just sounds like a whole bunch. But really, you're actually not getting ripped off of your music. Well, I mean, I could I could beg to differ for other stations, and I won't name them now. I don't haven't encountered them yet, but I'm I'm in the process of continually trying to uh, tune in. So if you're listening and you're a commercial station, get ready for an audit. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to audit you because <laughs> I myself have yet to audit my own stuff and kind of investigate my own beings on the air. So uh, speaking of which as well, that is also part of the radio feature for today, which is air checks. Now, if you're not familiar with an air check or if you're hearing this for the first time, basically what an air check is, is uh, sort of a piece of audio. It sounds like a radio program, sounds like an actual program, but it's everything minus the music and all the other segments. It's only talking. Actually, no, there may be segments as well, but it's only the talking. It's for the particular host who is on the show, hosts or hosts who are on the show. Uh, And it's for their listening purposes and kind of for review or, you know, for the big boss to say, um, this is inappropriate, you should take this out, or you should try to improve on this, or this is actually really good. I like these kinds of things keep them up those it's mostly for review and for um just uh, just for feedback for for the person uh, who is on the air check so for my case i decided to assemble a few air checks of some of the shows that i've done now these are not for first up now and this is the interesting twist these are shows that i did on cfmu that have nothing to do with first up or uh, the morning routine, which was the previous version of the show. I mean, I could do that, but I think um, I wanted to try and challenge myself because there are a fair amount of episodes I've saved of the first up and of the morning routine. In fact, almost all of them consecutively. Uh, but I also had a few appearances on other shows that I really wanted to try and listen to and listen back to and see can I fill time. Now, funny enough, one of the shows that I will be featuring on this program is one that actually was called Fill in Time, and this was effectively um, superseded by what is now known as Good Morning McMaster because it was on that time slot just before I believe it was on one of the first weeks of November 
when we made the flip to Good Morning McMaster, when the sh- when the hosts came by and officially they wanted to start their shows. So fill-in time was really just half an hour's worth of fill-in time, and I think I will share a little bit of that with you because I certainly would like to see how I had either progressed or um, degraded in <laughs> in my uh, in my programming presence and hosting presence. Now this obviously is not so much to show off on anything. It really is a twofold. One is just to kind of um, you know take you along this looking back of some of the shows that I've done or some of these fun moments I've had also because you know really at the end of the day all this stuff isn't good fun because I have so much fun being an on-air and it is just something that I really enjoy doing it's it's one of the best uh, parts of the week that I you know get to take breaks to take a break to and just relax and spend time uh, in at CFMU. Just even just sitting in the lobby, which, if by all means, you know, when we all come back to uh, our usual being uh, in terms of our usual business, you're totally more than welcome to visit the station. Always welcome to do so. We are located in the basement of the Student Center at McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and so on and so forth. I sound like I'm about to end the show here, <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, uh, I will probably start off with a musical break because you've probably heard enough of me talking. So. If you're hearing this for the first time and you're here for the first time, musical break basically is my way of saying you have full permission to pause this podcast and listen to whatever you want to do or do whatever you want to do without missing a single thing. So we're going to do that. And in about 15 to 20 seconds in this particular podcast, I will be back with the next segment, which could be part of the air checks as well as some more stuff about radio. So stay tuned. I'll be right back with you in just a moment. back. This is first up on 93.3 CFMU and at CFMU.ca. Now, I still mention that mainly because typically this would go up uh, at 6 a.m., uh, starting about 6 a.m., going to 7.30 as my typical time slot. But with the current circumstances around CFMU and COVID-19, uh, we have uh, shuttered off the station mostly for for new programming for uh, until further notice but it's all for good measure uh, but I do I would also but I would like to however thank once again Jamie Tennant who was our program director for keeping the station going because he's still going in there and he's the one who's uh, making sure that everything is going smoothly on the air and that we will not have a moment of dead air that continues through this time so you can still actually tune in to CFMU no problem you can do so once again uh, on 93.3 on the FM and at CFMU.ca because programming is still running. Now, it may not be new programming, but programming will still be running. Plus, you can also check the latest the latest rather on your favorite shows on at cfmu.ca on your favorite show's show page, which is still continually being updated with the last eight weeks' worth of podcasting. Now, I also mentioned this too, and it kind of is a nice little segue into the next segment, because uh, I just wanted to say a quick little word about radio. Because here's the thing, of all of the creative um, arts, in terms of the uh, the, uh, the communications uh, sector with, you know, with television, radio, so on and so forth, I mean, the internet obviously is still out there for streaming to be able to provide those things and new content as such. And most shows and things being pre-recorded, there aren't many issues with trying to be able to release new content there. But where else, other than radio, would you be able to get 
everything all in one spot, which is, and everything being information, like important news, as well as, you know, comfort, consolation during these times, uh, being able to be, you know, spoken to, communicated to directly by your radio hosts, and entertain, most importantly, all at the same time. Radio is one of the only places currently that can do it, and even when it's not um, uh, sort of a pandemic, uh, you know, that we're worrying about, they can still do the same thing. So especially right now, I know commercial radio stations, a lot of them are still running and they're still operating. Some uh, hosts are in live. Some are actually doing their broadcast live from home, but they're still releasing content out there. And for those who are doing the work from home in the television sector and so on and beyond, they're still releasing new content. But I think in terms of radio, these folks are some of the, I mean, they have been dubbed, in, at least here in Ontario, as an essential service, quote-unquote. But I just wanted to take the time just to thank them. Those that just, you know, they, they sit in a station and do these programs, um, morning shows, afternoon shows, for a, a good number of time, a good chunk of the day. But, all the, but they're there, and they want to be there for you. Uh, and, you know, the programming they, they, they deliver in terms of the music that you want to hear or even just them talking, because the talking segments for me, really, as I did sort of mention as well in last week's um, podcast, is really what I listen to, because I find that radio hosts really have that power to be able to convey a really good message, or to be able to mislead the public, or to, you know, lead the public in a good direction, or to entertain, really, because you're the voice as, as a radio host to these people that are tuned in and listening to whatever you'd like to say. So I really thank these folks, and thank you out there um, in in the world of radio. Even, even if you're not exactly on the air, but you're helping in the background as well, behind the scenes as a producer, or somebody in the, as, as an audio technician, or an engineer, or some Somebody working the board. Thank you so much for what you do because, you know, really, I think you're one of the only services that gets, uh, I mean, there, there is still a significant impact uh, on the service, but at the same time, there are ways that it can be worked around. And so I just really wanted to send my thanks out and just a quick shout out to your local radio host or, or whoever's on the air, or even the folks and the team really more so that works uh, up at your local radio station. So thank you so much for the work you do. Now, with that as well, uh, I wanted to get into the segment, which is the first air check of these air checks. Now, once again, an air check is a piece of audio that doesn't have the music or commercials. It's just the talking portions for the review, for the benefit mostly of the radio host and the boss of the station. But for entertainment purposes today, I decided to go ahead and uh, put together my own air check. So this is the first of them. And this one comes from a show called Fill in Time, which I did briefly mention earlier on in, in, in this show. Uh, it basically was just a program that really had no shape. You just, you could do whatever you want to do with it. You can make it mixed format, talking only, music only, whatever. So I decided to just do a nice little mix of things in between. I'd play new releases, chat for a bit, play some vinyl, chat for a bit, and so on and so forth until uh, about half an hour was up. Now, the thing is, half an hour is not a very long time in the broadcasting world, actually, because <laughs> uh, most shows typically last, you know, an hour, two hours, and if you're sitting and working the uh, the, the afternoon or the night shift, typically you're going to be going at about five or six hours of programming, four, five, six, seven, and so on and so forth. So, um, anyways, with this particular one, I mean, they're short enough to be able to to produce really quick air checks. This episode was one from, I believe it was late November, and I had, at the time, there was a guest, uh, it was it was Harrison, M. Harrison Shin, who hosts with Janny Panda Extended Tales, which is a CFMU show that airs on Wednesdays from 10.30 to 11. Now, 
he was on there, and this was around the time when we were we were training volunteers, and he was a he was a first time volunteer this year for this programming year. So I invited him on the show and said, "Hey, do you want to come on and uh, chat chat along and join me on the show?" He said, "Sure, I'll go ahead." So this is the result, and this air check, I guess, is kind of more of the banter between the both of us and one of our early banters because he's a good friend of mine now, and we've had a lot of banter ever since. So um, this is one of the earliest forms of banter, and I think this is good for my own enjoyment and as well as hopefully your own. So here it is without further ado, and I hope you enjoy. Good morning. It's 8.04 here in the studio here at CFMU. You're listening to 93.3 CFMU. My name is Joe Mar. Good morning once again. And uh, we're just here filling time for you once again for the next half an hour. And this morning, I'm greeted, or at least I'm joined in the studio once again with Harrison. Harrison, good morning. Good morning. I, yeah, wow. I am Harrison. <laughs> You seem like you're just uh, kind of coming back into a, oh, I just realized, oh, this is who I am right now, sort of thing. <laughs> who am I? Where am I? When am I? Did you just, uh, what kind of uh, dreams did you have last night? I actually didn't have a dream last night. I, th- I think I was too busy to, busy sleeping to have a dream. <laughs> I think. Real tired, I suppose? I I think so, yeah. I mean, the reading week has, I mean... Yeah, we did have a reading week. I did enjoy the reading week, having a little bit of, you know, time off. But still, like, right after the reading week, we came back to the school, and oh my goodness, <laughs> it is so busy. <laughs> oh, it's it's getting back there. I know this is about the time when a lot of people I know are on midterm season, so they're still either starting it now or continuing it or maybe somewhat ending it. I know for me it was just uh, merely halfway through because I had – it's been quite a week, I'll say, for me to have had, what, three – Three assessments, two were midterms, one was a lab test over Mohawk. But um, yeah, the, the midterms really uh, took a lot out of you, I'll say, for studying on the day. Well, obviously beforehand, but you know, <laughs> most most of it just for the purposes of, you know, thinking and be fresh in mind have usually been on the day of. So otherwise, here, how was your reading week, though, itself? Uh, I think it was pretty great. Um, since I'm an international student, I stayed in residence for a few days um, when the reading week started. Um as I said from the last fill in time episode, my parents did come over here. Okay. Um, they arrived in Pearson on Wednesday. Uh, we rented a car. We went to different provincial parks, yeah. um, such as Montcliff, which is oh yeah, um, somewhere up in northwest of Mississauga, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the next day we went to Algonquin. Yeah. Um, somewhere between Ottawa and Toronto, I think. Yeah. It, it was a lot of driving for sure. We, oh yeah. It, it took a whole day. No, it's it's certainly quite a trek to make yeah. it out to Algonquin. Yeah. And then I finally graduated my high school. We oh yeah. Had, yeah. We had um, my school had a commencement on Friday. Oh cool. Yeah. And then um, yeah, we spent some time in London and Toronto and Hamilton and during the Saturday and Sunday. And then my parents. Um, flew over to Vancouver, the West Coast, which I've never been there. Uh-huh, I see. <laughs> and they, they didn't take you along, though, did they? <laughs> well, well, based on what the, based on the stories they've been told, t- they've been telling me, they were they were like, "Oh my goodness, Vancouver is so cold, and like it's been raining a lot." And I mean, I can't relate, you know. Like in Hamilton, it was not that cold, and it was it, it had a really good weather. It's a bit a bit sunny, sometimes a bit cloudy, and yes, we did have raining. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I basically, I wasn't able to relate to them. <laughs> I, I really didn't know what kind of advice should I give to, give, give to them. But, yeah, they managed it. And then, yeah, they, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure actually they're listening to me right now in South Korea right now. 
Yeah. Oh, actually, it's true. I was going to say if it was Vancouver, that'd be. <laughs> oh no, no, no. <laughs> they'd be up at five in the morning no, right no, now. They, so, but you know yeah. what? It's no problem. If you are to, if you are tuned in from Vancouver, well, good morning <laughs> to you. Good, good, very early morning, and uh, thanks for coming by. Um, before we continue, I just wanted to quickly plug the first song because uh, for for those who may have caught it, uh, it's from a uh, an album by the name of In the Morse Code of Brake Lights. It's from an artist by the name of the New Pornographers. They actually have jumped onto her number one spot of the top five this week. Oh, wow. They have. That song you actually heard there was called One Kind of Solomon. And I know I've been playing this album a few times, especially there's this one uh, There's this one particular track that I've enjoyed on it myself. Uh, but I will say that this is, uh, I mean, this band has been around for quite some time, but it's really cool to see them uh, release some new material. And, uh, and in our case, actually chart hit number one for yeah. this week. Yeah, that's, you know? that's really cool. Which is, which is really cool. Now, back to us. Um, uh, let me see. In fairness, I should probably tell you how my reading week went. Yes, you should. I am excited. So I will, <laughs> I will go by that. So I mean, un, I mean, unlike you, I didn't really travel as much as you did. It was it's, mostly it's just okay. at home. Although I was in my hometown, so I was not here. Well, maybe except one day I was here, but the rest of the week I was not here because I had uh, what our Thanksgiving week because it was Thanksgiving weekend too. Pardon me? It was Thanksgiving weekend, too, like the first bit of that uh, reading oh, week. Oh, yes. It was a Thanksgiving long weekend. Yeah, I, be, I think you forget. See, see, I, see, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Oh, I and see. I heard the, U, the Thanksgiving in the United States and Canada is different. It is different. So, uh, the United States Thanksgiving isn't until November, end of November somewhere. I believe it's on the second last week or something. I had to check a calendar to confirm. But here in Canada, it's in October. Typically oh. about the second or third week. So the oh. Canadian Thanksgiving and American Thanksgiving are, are um, the same concept, but just on two different days on the calendar. See, I remember U.S. Thanksgiving is in November because of Black Friday. <laughs> oh, oh, I see, I see. Well, that, that, that's one way. No, I keep thinking of uh, what, what helps me but think of American Thanksgiving. Um, it's funny because, you know, um, you know, the Charlie Brown, the Peanut series, the little cartoon comics? I... There's a, there's an old uh, well uh, people people may there are some people uh, especially it's in a big American thing a uh, huge okay. uh, huge very popular cartoon and also it's been televised a few times there's some famous Christmas songs that have come out from an artist uh, who is behind the sort of the mastermind of the music in the background Vince Guaraldi uh-huh. and he releases music uh, there's like stuff called the Thanksgiving theme the pumpkin waltz whatever and those tell me that's in November it's not in October <laughs> so it's like the timing because of the way everything is all sort of sequenced and scheduled because I think the pumpkin waltz comes because before the Thanksgiving thing or whatever. Anyway, that, yep. that, that's that. But no, um, our Thanksgiving was pretty good because we were mostly... At, actually, no, we spent the day outside. It was... Uh, outside? On a cooler... It was a cooler day. We went down to the lake, uh, the lakefront uh, in Mississauga. So we just kind of took a stroll there in the morning. Oh, and, the uh, shore of the Lake Ontario? Yeah, so kind of along um, in, in Mississauga. Because I know any of the cities that are bordering Lake Ontario yeah. pretty much will have some kind of waterfront. So the one uh, in Mississauga where the uh, Port Credit area is, there's, a, there's sort of a neighborhood there by the name uh-huh. of Port Credit. They have a lighthouse, a whole uh, boardwalk out there. So we went to the boardwalk section, kind of had a little fun, uh, just kick, taking a stroll. It was a bit chilly by the lakeside. Oh, you yeah, know, for sure. From up, from up north where we were, it was okay. I mean, it was already starting to feel cold, but we knew it was going to be really chilly by the lakeside but it was a good stroll nonetheless so we had a good time there tuesday wednesday are mostly spent visiting old friends at school mm-hmm. and work uh so if 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 you may be tuned in well good morning and <laughs> <laughs> good know, morning joe Mars friends there you go <laughs> uh and then uh, thursday was here friday was uh a uh, little day out with my grandma, so uh, it was Aww. a good time. You know, we took her out because um, we also had to run her through some errands and some appointments and stuff. But mm-hmm. I'll say that it was well worth it. And my my younger brother, who came with me, and I, we both had a really good time. So 
that that really that that really sounds good. Man. You know, it's, it it kind of to me was like an extended Thanksgiving almost, if you will. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that. See this reading, this reading week for you. I I feel like it was been a Thanksgiving week. It's been it's been pretty Thanksgiving esque or slash family family yeah. self care week. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I mean, or at least like a family and friends kind yeah. of a kind of you know Thanksgiving gathering, uh, finding old friends, long time no sees, and that sort of thing. All that precisely. Stuff. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I mean, uh, as much as I wish I had my fair share of studying, which I should probably have. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I did. I did. I did. Okay. I did. Yeah, there, good. <laughs> there most certainly was time because I certainly don't want to let down any of my profs to think I did not study over the reading <laughs> at all. Otherwise, you'd think walking into midterms on Monday and Wednesday, you'd think, well, what am I even doing here? <laughs> Just in case if any professors tuned in right now, regardless, you're, you have Jomar as your student. Um, <laughs> yes, Jomar did study. I also studied also. Um, hello, professors. Good morning. You're listening to 93.3 CFMU. <laughs> I hope your day has been going well. Just making, just making sure, you know. You know, you never know because it, it, it may be very possible that that a prof might just decide to wake up and tune in right now, right? See, or just about anybody. <laughs> well, at least they have their fair share of representation. You know? Perfect. <laughs> anyway, I think what we'll do now is we'll take a quick break and play another song for you off of an album that also has recently come in to our studios. Uh, this one goes uh, from. Uh, Carl Schwanick uh, with a recent album by the name of Reinventions. We'll be playing a track off of this one by the name of Northeast Corridor. And um, this is, uh, actually, he's been around for some time too, 10 years after recording his debut album, Visions from the Farm. Here is uh, Carl Schwanick with the original band uh, and with this album, Reinventions. And here is Carl Schwanick on 93.3 CFMU. And we're back. It's 818 here at CFMU 93.3 uh, with uh, Jomar and Harrison. I mean, technically, I probably should have <laughs> let you introduce yourself once again. <laughs> you know, what I do you think? I am Harrison, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Are we still going to go off of that theme of, uh, of the existential? Uh... You, you know, you know, I, I, I don't know what defines me now. <laughs> Like, I need a definition of myself. Well, okay, you know, let, let me pull out my Merriam-Webster dictionary and see if I can figure it out. I'm just kidding. Oh, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> or that uh, World Book Encyclopedia, see if I might be able to come up in there, those old those I, old volumes. Have you ever heard of those or seen those? I mean, yeah, kind of, but I never saw okay. it in my li- actual it was life. A, it's a fun childhood thing for some people. I know for myself, I had always seen it at, you know, various libraries of sort basically it's uh it was it was fascinating because of at least as a as a kid not because of the number of well the, the number of volumes that, that made up the world book was quite something but also the fact that they actually printed the logo or sort of the, the cover the design for the world book across the x number of spines that made up the book so if there were let's say 13 books in a row that covered the entire encyclopedia oh. they had world book written all over the entire spine from oh, wow. book one all the way to book thirteen. Oh, so it's I like think you know, one, yeah, I think when I think I know what you're one of those about. kinds of things, and and, you, and you're sort of thinking, you know, who in the world needs thirteen books <laughs> as a kid? Um, but then you know, thinking it was like a chapter book, like a, like a fic- uh, fictitious piece of text. But oh. really, no, you're talking about uh, something completely different. So you know, that was that was just something random that just came across to mind. Do you have any weekend plans? My weekend plans. I am going down to London for 
um, the weekend. Gonna Here. go see my old friend, uh-huh. um, Sarah. If you're listening, I'm sure you're not listening, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'm coming down. Yes. <laughs> she goes to uh, University of Western Ontario. I see. Yeah. Um, she's a really good friend. That's good. So. That's good. Good, good. Uh, what do I have this weekend? Uh, I think I'll actually be here at the station tomorrow, uh, doing some uh, some stuff and uh, productions. Probably, yeah, most likely production mm-hmm. related. Uh, by the way, which um, we are still like generally all around. I think we're still we're we're always looking around for volunteers as well because I know this one will be volunteer uh, related as well uh, here at the station. So you're more than welcome still to come by and uh, fill out a volunteer application if you're more than I mean you are more than welcome to do so because we're always looking for volunteers around. Um, there are there are obviously some things you know paperwork and training and all that stuff, but but I mean for in terms of prior experience required, there is absolutely none. So you can uh, just come by at the station. You can also check our website at cfmu.ca. There's a link at the very bottom, I believe, for volunteering at CFMU. So. Yeah. And uh, you can go from there as well if you cannot make it into our studios in person and present. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, back to my weekend. Um, actually, nothing much, really, <laughs> I come mean, to think about hey, it. hey, production is important for our That's fair. CFMU. You know, and then also sort of just taking it easy and, uh, you know, kind of going on that... Uh, uh, the downhill from from all the midterms and all that fun <laughs> stuff because it has been quite a week. I think I think I actually spent a good time yesterday evening at JHE um, because they got a piano in the lobby there, right? Do they? They do. They do. Unfortunately, though, key wise, it's it's uh, and performance wise. Um, I mean, I, I'm I, not expecting too much. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, I did open the piano and uh, to find that half, like not half, but maybe um, the upper register of hammers were missing, so you couldn't oh. play any of those notes. But uh, for the playable range, although it's kind of like you're, you're stuck in sustain, it's like someone holding that, that uh, sustain pedal down, and so all the notes will resonate and stuff. So you, you, you can basically fool people to think that you're playing using the, that sustain <laughs> while it's actually just naturally the, the, the natural occurrence in the piano. But if you use it to your advantage, it actually works pretty well. So I just kind of decided I'll kind of just uh, take it easy from all my midterms and just <laughs> just have a good long jam. I think that lasted about two hours, just just purely sitting in front of that piano. But it's always a joy, though, for me to go out and jam mm-hmm. out and that sort of thing. Oh, for so, sure. uh, you could probably tell I'm uh, pretty much into music. I, I mean, I, 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 I play. I used to play piano. Also. Oh, you did? Yeah. I I I I think I'm a music kid. Um, I've been playing piano. Um, clarinet a little bit, and I am an oboist. Oh wow! Yeah, I play oboe, which we get make we people make fun of us for being. I I, I understand that. I know exactly quack, that. Quack. I, I have a, I have a friend, uh, a really good friend of mine, who also was an oboist primarily, and you know, um, <laughs> all throughout you can you can tell when 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 she knew that whether she was out of tune. Or something because yeah. you, you, you you just couldn't miss the sound. But you know we felt bad and we we just kind of we kind of we kind of uh, you know had some playful banter just in jest. Obviously not trying to really say because truly no no I I know oboe is one of it's, it's a hard instrument to uh, if you want to be in tune perfectly and all the all those things you know I I myself had uh, been in our our high school's music program as well. And so um, getting to know the instruments that were easier to get away with and others that were not so easy to get away with. So if you were on the oboe, you were one of those that, sure, you you pretty much carried the tune of, of like tuning of, of yeah. the rest of the concert band, which was a very important job, but at the same time, one of the hardest instruments to play and keep in tune, I'll say. 
sometimes I regret why, why, why did I choose Ovo? Why? <laughs> no, take pride why? in it. You should, I mean, you should certainly take pride in the, the fact that you've been able to take up the oboe. Because not many people, I, I know most folks would, not to say this is general, but a lot of people usually take to clarinet and flute that sort of thing in yeah. the woodwind family well, for instrument availability that could be one thing but no in in general interest for sure but you know not many people would say oh i want to play the oboe so that's actually true yeah to I think never, about it yeah or people will go to the brass family they'll go to play trumpet you know trombone or anything especially trumpet trumpet clarinet and i think saxophone are probably the three most common well clarinet kind of leads into saxophone yeah trumpet and sax are probably the two main ones only because they appear so often in in music and yeah, all those sorts true. of things right yeah so um well i what do you think we got time for about one more slide you think i think so oh before that mom, yes. do you mind if i can make some shout out to my friends not at all not at all there is time we after all we are <laughs> <laughs> um so it's been the reading week happened um Regardless of which, which university you're attending, I know it's been quite challenging. Um, I just wanted to say, people, it's okay. Just calm down for a second. Prioritize it. Make sure you do your time management. Um, I want to specifically make, make a shout-out to my friends in University of Toronto, Mississauga. Um, Ramel, Trevor, Wolfgang, and Rithik, they're all in computer science. Um, I'm sure you guys are not listening to this right now because you guys are probably still knocked out with the uh, sweet dreams because of, I believe you guys slept like 2 a.m. last night, I think, because of doing an assignment. Um, people, it's okay. Um, just prioritize it, the time management. You'll you'll do great. Don't worry. Um, I know this this shouldn't come from a first-year student who just get into the <laughs> university. <laughs> but trust me, I, regardless of, regardless of the categories of academic or not, or like other paperwork or something, I think I went through enough um, challenges, but hey, I somehow managed it and I still procrastinate, well, but I still manage it. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I mean, even in, in upper years, I'll tell you, it, it does happen. But just take it easy and uh, just take a deep breath. Every once that's right. All. That sort of thing. We got time for one more song. I mean, we'll we will probably end our set with that. So, hey, thanks for joining me again, Harrison. No first worries. Off, and uh, we'll see how things are. I know we're in the, in the midst of, uh, of actually some of our programming uh, uh, at some point in the future coming in for all the new programs we have here at CFMU. So I'm looking very much forward to that. Uh, so you can catch all of our, uh, you can always check CFMU.ca as well. Don't forget to do that because it's such a wonderful website to go check all this information out. That and cool. uh, yeah, just to finally get things uh, going off, we're going to play one more track for you from a new release as well from Chris Kirby. This is by an album uh, by the name of What Goes Around and we're going to play a track called Pot of Gold. This is 93.3 CFMU here in Hamilton, Ontario, right out of McMaster University in uh, in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. (laughs) You know, it's like like I always uh, have a little fun with that. But anyways, this is Chris Kirby here on CFMU. Well, there was that segment for you. Hopefully you enjoyed it as much as I guess I did. I, I was listening back to it and picking up things where I could have improved on things I was doing all right with, you know, just that sort of self-critiquing. I think it's one of the most important things to be able to really make sure that I stay true to what I'm doing as well, most importantly, because I really think that, you know, this this medium, radio is, and podcasting, I guess, if it's not live on, on the airwaves, is just a wonderful way to be able to express yourself and to convey whatever you want to, whatever you want to say, you know, and an opportunity 
opportunity for, at least in my case, and shows like this to really connect with you. And I hope I am. And if there are ways I can improve or, you know, I'm, and I'm always looking for improvement and ways to just make things better, make things, you know, just, uh, just something that'll really help you out because really I'm here for you. And, uh, whether that just be simply, you know, being you tuning into this program or, uh, me being able to share content with you, I am absolutely thrilled. And this is one of my favorite things to do passions. In fact, actually to be able to really share content with you to, to even, even if it isn't an actual piece of content, just to share my time chatting with you virtually through these airwaves, through this podcast and whatever it may be to you and yours, especially during this time when, you know, there are some folks that will need a fair amount of consolation because because the effects of COVID-19 have been pretty devastating in some places. And we certainly can't just let that slip away, you know, put that behind us or put at the back of our head in that sense and just kind of disregard that. There are some places that are really suffering with us. So I definitely, you know, consider myself and I'm thankful for, um, you know, that we have the opportunity to take these precautions. Some places don't have it anymore. So um, quick PSA before I get to the segment. Well, once again, with you know, with all the stuff surrounding coronavirus, do whatever you can, do the best you can to try to help us all to flatten this curve and to, um, you know, to just to keep well, to practice your your best social distancing, your best uh, not social hygiene, personal hygienic practices, social hygiene. I honestly don't know what that could be. That might be a fun little concept over there, um, as well as you know all your best um, covering your mouth when you cough and sneeze and so on and so forth. All the things that uh, we have been told to do, and they're they're good they're good measures to take. But really, you know. If you only, it's only if you really, really adhere to them that I, that you know the effects may not be so visible, but at least your eyes are really being shielded from the invisible, and that is having actual issues with you know with healthcare being overloaded, and overcrowded by all these people that may potentially come with cases of that COVID-19 if we don't have it treated or if not, not so much just treated, but also if we don't take our practices to the best that we can. So uh, once again, just do try your best. And, you know, if you, if you're out there with the essential services, uh, hopefully uh, my thoughts, I, I'll, I'm continually thinking about you and hoping for the best for you that, um, you know, in having, in putting yourselves at the risk of, um, or being at the risk of rather, coming in contact with this uh, COVID-19 that, you know, you try to you try to um, be able to uh, help in the best way that you can. But still, I thank you so much in advance for your cooperation and for you at home too, just for being there at home, enjoying time with yourself or with friends or with family in whatever way you're spending it. And and you're here spending with me now, basically, by listening to this podcast. So thank you so much as well to you. Uh, in case also, just a quick mention, if I haven't mentioned it before, if you do hear sounds around in the house, that, that you know it's just my house. And things will occur here and there. There are still planes flying over our house because <laughs> um, where I live, we're actually right in line of the plane landing area uh, going over to Pierce International Airport, uh, just in, in, sort of in the border of Mississauga and Etobicoke. So um, every every time, usually on, on a typical day, uh, when planes are usually on their normal business, you're probably going to hear easily about 20, 30 planes flying over your house every once in a while. Uh, so, or at least throughout the day, rather. Not <laughs> if, if Imagine if 20, 30 planes were flying over your house at the same time. Can you imagine that? Anyways, this next segment that I want to share with you is an interview that I did a few weeks ago, just before all this took place. And uh, it surprises me how recent this was, because at the time, you know, we didn't really realize what was going to happen later on in the month. So this was all new, and uh, it still 
is because uh, things are always evolving. Prices are changing on things. And, you know, the situations are changing very rapidly and drastically in occasions too. So, you know, one, one minute you might be in one place, the next minute another update will come up. Things like that. So, anyways, uh, this guest goes by the name of Jessica Martinez de Hose. I just called her, uh, I, I referred to her as Jess in the interview. And uh, she is a student at Mac as well. Uh, she hosts a show and it would be airing now and it's still going on now. There's just some alternative programming if it isn't an exact episode of her show, which is called The Indie Night Shift airing on Tuesday nights. Um, but anyways, this is an interview we had. I just had a quick conversation just to let you help you get to know more about her and get to know more a little more about the show. So without further ado, here is Jess on CFMU. This is First Up. This is 93.3 CFMU. My name is Jomar here with you again for another interview. And I've got a special guest today who is a volunteer here at our station. She hosts the Indie Night Shift Tuesdays, uh, which airs rather on Tuesdays from 9.30 to 11. And it is my pleasure to introduce to you Jessica Martinez de Hose. Jess, thanks for coming in. No problem. Hi. <laughs> there was some weird hesitation I had. I don't know what happened there. But anyway, uh, maybe just to get started with this, if you'd like to introduce yourself a little bit. Um... Okay, I'm Jessica. I'm a second-year communication student at McMaster. Um, I don't really know anything else to say about me. The one interesting point I usually say is that I have a radio show, so I guess might the, be it. this is an this is an unusual place to say that yeah. because we are at the radio station that hosts your show. Yeah, maybe we could talk about the show then, perhaps. Now we can go in a little more detail. Okay. Yeah. Um, I basically just play indie music that I find throughout the week, the ones that I like. I try to focus on a lot of local stuff. Um, a lot of local bands contact me, so I play their music. And then anything I really find while well, just like listening around on Spotify. Oh, cool. So you kind of have extended the search because I know typically when I have, because I do my, uh, on, on my program, it's typically all, again, just new releases and all that stuff, which is from the library. So, um, so you, but you also include some Spotify, some Spotify tracks and such. Eh? Yeah, I'll look on um, CFMU's like top 30 charts too, but it's a lot of just what I listen to. Okay, regularly. interesting, yeah. And they all kind of just go along sort of the, the, the I, guess, I guess you kind of quoted it in your, in your show page, sort of like getting that indie kind of feeling, Yeah, right? kind of like late night, kind of soft songs, um, just to create that mood. Yeah, and a perfect time to do so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you finding your program so far? Maybe we'll, we'll quickly jump to... To two um, your studies I really like it. I like the amount of options it gives me with course um, choosings. Um, I've realized recently that it's a lot of like research based, and I don't know if I want to go into more of like the journalistic route, but the degree is pretty wide. It's a vast variety, so I guess I can choose what I want to do. I envy you for the number of electives you get in that yeah. <laughs> in that program because we were just talking earlier because I, I said, you know, in my program, which is BTEC here in, in the engineering faculty, we don't have any electives at all. So everything is required. I mean, I, I can't really say if it's better or worse because I've never had electives. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, which is which is really interesting. Um, is there, do you have any particular um, paths in the future you're looking at potentially? I actually have no idea what I want to do. I think okay. that's one of the reasons I chose communications oh, okay, because it's okay. so broad. Yeah. Um, so I don't have that much of a idea of what I want to go to after university. Oh, I see. But you're kind of leaning towards maybe the journalistic yeah, side I of things. Yeah, I think maybe. so. But then like, what will journalism be <laughs> when I graduate? So I don't know. That's true. That's true. Because you never know where the media may yeah. go in the future. So it's hard. It's, it's, it's a wonder how we've sort of evolved as well. How media has looked like in the past. You know, people thought that 
I wouldn't be surprised. You know, people probably thought the radio was like the, the big thing. Yeah. And then all the other platforms came on. You had podcasts and all these things. Not to say they're bad because they, they're wonderful. They're wonderful creative forms in themselves. But um, although I will, I do have to plug in really quickly that people say that di- a radio is a dying art. Certainly is not a dying art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're here hosting our shows and that sort of thing, which is really fun. Anyway, um, now let me take a quick jump perhaps to your show itself. Back to the any night shift. How did that sort of begin? And when did it begin? Um, so actually, in the first week of school, I took one of those tours that they offered just around the campus. Yeah. And so they brought us here, and we were able to sign up for, like, the emailing list. Okay. And I remember a bunch of people signed up, but I think I was one of the only people that actually followed up with it and, like, actually... Well, I, I didn't get my own show at first. I volunteered, just filled in for people for a year. Okay, yeah. And then this summer, last summer... I got my own show. Okay, so you, so you put the application forward for the yeah. show. And, oh, that's really cool. You beat me to it. <laughs> I have, well, in fairness, no, because I've really, I really had no idea what to put to forward as a show. Because ever since, even now, technically, you know, I, I do, I am, I am uh, part-time myself. But uh, when I'm volunteering, I basically am just one of those fill-in volunteers as well. Yeah. So this show that I'm doing now, because no one's going to have a time slot at 6 in the morning <laughs> yeah. on a Monday, right? So I just said, I, I feel like doing something on the air on my own, I, but I could never come up with a show program, an, an idea or something of the sort. Well, it was kind of easy for me because I was talking to Jamie, and he just said to do what I've been doing for the past year, which oh, really? is playing indie music on other people's oh, shows, wow. basically. Okay. Um, yeah, the hardest part was just the title, which took me forever. I hate oh. coming up with stuff like that. <laughs> Even mine, too, because you had to kind of think of, what am I going to do What that sounds suitable on a Monday morning, the, yeah. the first thing that you think of. So, it, it, But yeah, naming is a fun time. How did, how did that kind of come across for you? Again, I just looked through like different playlists that I've listened to, and I kind of combined a bunch together. And then, obviously, because my show is so late, I was like, night shift. That's fair. Makes sense, yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, it certainly does. It certainly does. So you actually, um, your first day on the show, or at least the first time your show aired was uh, last year, I think, was it? Or has it been, how much time has it been since your first show? Um, first official show was probably May 2019. Okay, so we're almost coming up on a year then. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? How was your, do you remember, do you remember your first show, your first few shows? Yeah, I remember my first show in the software. You have to put, like, actual name, just, like, actual host, and then your name. But yeah. I didn't know you had to do that because I had <laughs> always put it because I was filling in. So yeah. I thought if you were an actual host, you didn't have to put that in. Mm-hmm. So then it wouldn't work for the first, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> I was just trying to figure it out as I went. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But then I realized, and then it was good, I guess. Interesting, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm guessing the, the board must have been a fun time to work with, trying to do yeah, it on your own. Yeah, because it was really like, you get the training, but a lot of it is just like, as you're doing it, you kind of figure it out. Yeah. Um, but in my head, no one's really, like, no one's with you when you're doing it, so it's kind of fine. That's fair. Yeah. Sometimes, though, that sometimes I, I still get the thought at the back of my mind. I say, you know, what if someone just so happens to come across <laughs> this frequency on the radio and then they hear this thing yeah. and I'm thinking, okay, I better be on my best <laughs> behavior than when I'm doing this stuff. So sometimes, you know, it really gets to me because even now it happens a lot. Um, there are some times because there's a function there. I don't know if you had this on your training. And I mean, this is probably no secret to the, the general public listening to this <laughs> podcast or this episode, this interview rather. But um, there are, there is a feature where you can actually preview songs while something's playing yeah. on the air. But sometimes what, what I've done by mistake is I've left that, that channel, that fader on 
while I thought that you know if I press this button, it's going to reroute the the uh, the output to different yeah. speaker, but it still goes to error. So sometimes I've listened back to some programs where I said I was. You could tell I was trying to preview a song because <laughs> a song would be playing and then another song would just come up out of nowhere that had no relation to yeah, it. Yeah, even like. Last week, I accidentally just pressed something, and in, in the middle of the song, the song changed. <laughs> so I had to be like, "Yep, so that wasn't the actual song, but I meant to play that later. So it's all good. I'm gonna play the first song again." <laughs> um, but yeah, it feels fine because no one's actually in the room. Like I get so nervous for presentations, but for some reason, the radio show oh, I'm fine with. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Oh, and for the fact that it's like there's nobody sort of looking yeah. and saying, you know, you gotta that, like disassociate. That might, that's true. That's true. Because it's like we may again. There are there are people out that may be tuned in at the at, at any at any given time. But I guess I would assume you mean that that's somebody being in the room physically watching yeah. you then 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 they may look and say what is this what is this person what's jesse even doing yeah. there for the, you know whatever or for my case of someone saying joe you shouldn't be doing that on the controls <laughs> yeah. or something like that. i guess that's kind of relieving actually in a sense yeah that's true yeah i like it and yeah. i feel like if people listen to mistakes it's like it's fine as long as you tell them and then you joke about it absolutely you know i think looking back now all the mistakes i've made they're they're all so laughable yeah which is the greatest. It's just in the moment, which it's just the worst thing, the worst feeling ever, especially the first few shows. And you think, when is this going to end? I remember my first time, which was back in 2016. So I've been around for uh, not, not too long, but relative to your talk of the community volunteers have been here 10, 20, 30 years. <laughs> uh, so there, there are some, there are some veterans on their programs. My goodness. But um, yeah, I think it took me about a year before I really nailed down all the con how to yeah, put everything same. together because you know first i was just even me feeling shows like i remember starting with just a few parts of the top 30 on wednesdays and i think uh, that's where i began just uh, attempting to play the music and attempt to try and fill with some some talking bits and to introduce the songs that you just heard and what you're going to hear next kind of a thing and um queuing up those songs was was always a, a nerve-wracking experience because I was, I was i never had the timings down and I never oh, knew how yeah. exactly I was supposed to start it. Am I supposed to stop it? Am I is like am I supposed to start it while I'm talking? When I supposed to when, when it, well after I'm talking? But after I'm talking, there's a dead silence for three seconds before it yeah. comes. Like all these things were racing in my head, and it wasn't until a year I decided, let's just roll with it and see what happens. And I, I kind of just put all the mistakes aside and just started, you know, let's just move on with the program. Yeah, the first couple times I would like script out things I wanted to say, mm -hmm. and then after a while I was just like talking about whatever I. That's what I did to. not do. <laughs> The first I thought, you know, maybe I can just wing it and see if I can make it happen. No, did not happen at all. Especially when I officially got my first time slot, which um, was just a, one of those filling segments. Again, I was filling in for, uh, I believe, some folks. Uh, Friday 8 to 9 was my very first official time slot. And I remember then... I had still no outline, and I, I, I sort of thought to myself, okay, maybe I really should, because after about three or four disastrous episodes, thankfully, though, I think that was at a time when we still had our old website on. That oh, was a okay. previous version to CFMU, and the podcasting was not as reliable or as certain as now, where there was kind of a hit or miss if you got the podcast or not. <laughs> so you couldn't listen back, and people would not be able to listen back 100% of the time, maybe only about 60, 70, oh, okay. 80, as far as I'm concerned. I could even find it, because the, the <laughs> format, uh, I mean, nothing nothing against uh, the old the people who designed the old website, but... I guess maybe because I'm so used to this one now, looking back at the old one, I said, you know, it's a big improvement in terms of layout. Things are easily found. You can you can find blogs here, shows here, podcasts all over and this sort of thing. But Yeah, I never saw the old big one. Changes. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you do maybe, I think if you do a search, there's this, uh, there's this uh, website that 
sort of archives um, web pages from history. Oh, I think okay, it's like that the, the Wayback or something yeah. like that, Wayback Machine. If you ever look up the website from there, you're going to see how drastic it is. <laughs> it used to have this, I think it was a blue background, had the old logo on it. It was like all these um, just things left, right, and center. Did not quite like the clean-looking format we've got now, which is really cool. Yeah, our website's really good now. Yeah. Um, is there anything you'd like to um, mention about your show as well? Um... Well, I always say if anyone's listening and they have their own music that they want to play, then just send it to me because I love playing people who like contact me and then kind of creating relationships with local bands. Yeah. That's the coolest part. That's actually really cool. So pe- people people do actually contact you and say, hey, can you play your music? And yeah, say, hey. way more than I thought would happen when really? I started that, this. That's yeah. interesting. I, and I never realized that, that um, they would contact you directly there because I, I, I actually thought initially they'd always run through our music office first, you know. But but oftentimes, you know, there are some yeah. people that now I think started. a lot of them... A lot of them also are putting their music on. Like, they'll say, my music is coming up on CFMU's, like, library, whatever, Mm -hmm. so you can play that. And then others are just through, like, Twitter. I think they find me on Facebook or something. Yeah. Have you had any notable interactions with any uh, any artists or anybody, even general listeners? Not in person. There are some... Or, like, even through messaging. Yeah, I got, like... like um, One, I always get scared when the phone rings during, <laughs> <laughs> during like, an on-air session. Oh, but, um, man. Yeah, I got someone who, like, just asked for my socials and then, like, kept on recommending a bunch of songs to play, which was oh, cool. Oh, wow. That's really good. Yeah. But that. that's that's the only nerve-wracking part when it rings while you're doing a talk. Yeah, because then what's stopping it from ringing while you're, like, actually on air? Right. There's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Unfortunately, <laughs> much like this phone here could ring, too, and I've had memories of this happen. This phone rings at times during interviews in here, too. Yeah. And you can't do anything about I've it. Never hap- it's never happened to me where it's while I've been talking, so I can kind of... I've never talked to someone oh, on air. Okay. I always pick it up while music's playing, and then just talk to them okay. regularly. Okay. Yeah, I'm way too scared to talk to someone like That would air. make sense. In that case, because I thought, you know, that would be that's really nerve-wracking. I was going to say, I wonder if, if, um, if you've ever had that experience, because I know people may call during songs, but the yeah. worst part is if somebody decides to call while you're on the yeah, air, while you're actually talking, like then, then you can't. <laughs> that's yeah. a tricky time, and you say, okay, I'll get to you right after this song or yeah. something, you know. But uh, one of the, you know, maybe here, I'll call you one of these shows, <laughs> and we can test it, and I can show you how the phones would work out and on air. Yeah. If you ever wanted to call sure. it. Because I know there's this one show on Friday mornings, uh, Good Morning McMaster. I'm going to plug these guys in right now just because they, they do this wonderful segment where um, they're going to call up someone every morning. Oh. And uh, they use the phone line. Yeah. I, I once, although I once uh, prank called them in. So <laughs> that was a fun <laughs> show. Out of your show, has there been anything memorable or any, any of your highlight, any highlights of your show in terms of your favorite times so far? Best, uh, best moments on the show. Have you had um, anything in particular? Honestly, I don't think so. They kind of all blend together. Because I just play a lot of music, so okay. not like, I don't talk about a lot of events that are happening oh, I or see, stuff I like see. that. So it's very music driven in yeah. terms of that. Just to like really sometimes I'll, that. I'll give information about the artists or like if they're playing somewhere in the near future or something, but it's mostly about the music. I see. Okay. Have you ever considered toying the idea of interviews and such? Yeah, especially like with these bands that contact me. I've just been a little lazy and scared about it so <laughs> come on over to production you have there's there's a door wide open and i'd be more than happy to help you with that great yeah all right let's move into something maybe a little towards yourself um do you have any particular uh, hobbies or interests of your own i mean i do some like artsy stuff like paint or draw or whatever but i guess when i have free time now i'm basically just like watching netflix yeah. Or 
YouTube or That's stuff fair. like that. That's fair. Do you do anything else in the creative, in sort of like, you know, inter-creative media, like, you know, um, any, any blogs or anything of the sort that you do up? Or I've started, so I went to Florida and New York over Christmas, and I vlogged that. So okay. just to learn how to, like, rec- like, video record stuff and then edit it using Final Cut or whatever, mm-hmm. which is hard. My hand is so <laughs> shaky while filming. Oh, I, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. It used to be good for me, but it's gone downhill since. <laughs> I can never, I can never, even taking just a picture sometimes, and I, I usually tell people, don't trust me with a camera unless you really <laughs> want to, and you, if, if I'm your last resort, sure. But yeah, it's, it's. It, I, I certainly ha- don't have the steadiest hand. My, my yeah. younger sister has beat me now because she's found <laughs> tactics to be able to hold the camera so steadily. I do the same thing, and, and then you see the same shot, but it's like 50 times blurrier, basically. You know? Yeah, I'm okay with taking pictures. I think I'm pretty good at it, but I didn't know how different it would be taking videos. And I like the editing part of it, because I, I don't know, that's fun, but it's it's annoying to edit something where everything's shaky, <laughs> so it was kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, because there aren't too many things or, or um, editing features where you can kind of make it still... Yeah, kind of take a take a really shaky or uh, you know something that is not as steady. And they and have like stabilizing, of, but then that's sometimes the term it looks I was like of. wonky for some reason. <laughs> it doesn't always work. Yeah, I've tried that once. I think when I was messing around, I forgot what software it was, and I said, "Hey, there's a stabilization feature." So. Now I can mask my shaky yeah. hand, but no, I looked at it and said, "This actually looks worse yeah. than the original <laughs> product." <laughs> but yeah, um, do you, but any any written blogs or anything that you do up, or it's mostly just uh, you you tried out your your hand of vlogging specifically. I mean, I do have like a kind of secret blog that I post every once in a while. Oh, okay. okay. But just writing stuff that I've already made. Like for first year, one of the assignments we had was we had to do thirty pages of free writing. Oh. For some humanities, like general humanities course. Okay. So I've posted some of that stuff, but just kind of to have it there, not really to promote or anything. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. It was just kind of just for, for the for the activity. and uh, Yeah, just to like do it. <laughs> oh, I see. Do, do you plan on doing more of it potentially? or? Um, I mean, maybe. I've been thinking about writing like an op-ed for the silhouette. So maybe okay. I'll try something like that. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that'd be, a kind of, that'd be a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Because I'm doing, okay, so for the summer, I'm doing an internship with CHCH. And I was talking to the executive producer there Mm -hmm. during my interview. And he was saying, like, yeah, during his university years, he did the campus radio show and he wrote for the newspaper. So I'll try and get into both of that. Yeah. And, I mean, there are wonderful opportunities because, I mean, and, and thankfully we're in good standing with the self yeah. <laughs> to be able to do that. I mean, you know, and, and you know, we, we always do, we always partner with them anyway, too. Yeah. So it's always, it's a pretty close-knit relationship. Or I guess I could write two. something for CFMU because we do articles, yeah, too. Yeah, we do blogs, too. Yeah, yeah. there you go. You could, yeah, and we're, we're trying to inc- increase our blog presence yeah, as well. Yeah, so I mean, maybe we'll um, do that. Yeah, I mean, I I've I still have yet to to garner the uh, uh, the writing ability to be able to put a blog together. I did one once recently. They kind of just uh, kind of just fell through the stacks. So there there are many features that are going around. Mine was just a very soft release. It yeah. was about it was all about typewriters. Oh, okay. <laughs> so because I, uh, I I I own a couple. There's actually one in the back room uh, right now. I just brought one in, so I'd. Uh, uh, let, I told my uh, my colleagues and said, "Here, if you guys want to mess around with a typewriter, go ahead." But um, yeah, it was just about how to use one, what the differences are, what you may notice, and how you'd handle it, and that kind of stuff. Did you write it on a typewriter? No. <laughs> okay. I sh- you know, I, maybe I should have done that. I probably should have done that. No, I did. Um, I did just kind of write it on Word and then just submitted it to Olivia Fava, who is our community outreach coordinator, and then we just kind of 
turn into the blog. I mean, I could have totally done that. Actually, I should have done that. <laughs> no, but what I do on there is I usually will write letters now and uh, I type out my, I actually type my outlines out for the show. Oh, on it too, yeah, I've seen fun. that actually. Which helps because then, you know, it's twofold. One is I know what I'll talk about on the show, yeah. assuming I bring the page because <laughs> there was one episode I had a couple weeks ago. I typed it out the night before and I left it on my study table somewhere that I didn't realize. And I thought that I put it into my bag already to come over here. The next morning I come, I look, and I realize, shoot, I left it on the study <laughs> table. So I had to go off and do an ad lib. I mean, I not really. I mean, the features were there because I always have one major feature every week. But the rest of the stuff after and before the feature, let's just play music and, yeah. you know, just fill the time out for the time being. But, yeah, I'll do the outlines there. And then and then obviously is for the typewriter because a fun fact, which I think I do quote in that, um, that blog just for a little fun fact about them, is apparently – According to one repair guy up on the mountain, too, uh, one of the only repair guys, I think, around here for, for that matter, he says, you know, because I brought that typewriter one time because it, uh, it was skipping at, at random times. I'd hit the shift key and it would, it would advance the space, oh. which is not supposed to happen because yeah. it was acting like a space bar. So I pressed the shift key and then, the, and then the thing would start moving. So then I said, something's wrong with this and all these things. I brought it to him. He said he just kind of cleaned it out, lubricated it. And he said, when was the last time you used this? And that was a time when I left it in storage for the summer. So I said, yeah, I've just been back in my hometown, and I, um, uh, I just left it here, and I just let it in storage. He said, no, you shouldn't do that. You're supposed to keep using it. That's how they break. They break much faster when apparently if you just leave them. I feel like it's like that with guitars, too. Yeah, you kind of have to use them more yeah. to maintain and prolong their life which is an interesting fact, because yeah. right? I thought it was the opposite. A lot of people may think the opposite, right? Because you'd preserve it if you keep it, but yeah, no, apparently no, it doesn't. Yeah, do you, do you play guitar, actually? No, my brother does. I've played the piano for a while, but hmm. not that much anymore. Oh, that's fair. Do you, do, you, do you play any instruments more so now, or...? No, I can, I feel like everyone can play the ukulele. I can play the ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> no, that still counts. That still counts. That still counts. Yeah, I mean, for my case, like I've I've just been mostly on piano too. But again, nothing nothing too crazy. I I've just been mostly you know just having open jam sessions with my family okay. and that kind of thing. Did you do the like the exam part of it? No, I never took any formal training. That's probably for the best. I did up to grade <laughs> six and then I just kind of quit. How how was it then? Because you must have you must have taken it wasn't the good <laughs> because they forced you to play. Well, I guess classical music, which doesn't really oh, I get see. you too much excited about it. I see. And at that point, I'm in like the fifth grade. <laughs> so. <laughs> I guess it was maybe looking back now, I, I kind of see why. Probably just for this, just yeah. to capture the stylistic elements that maybe, you know, contemporary yeah, good, music like, may not learning capture. About it, to learn it, yeah. But then if you're really going to be imposing, say, play this piece, practice yeah. this, and that sort of thing, I can imagine. But yeah, I was lucky, though, that my uh, my grandfather uh, taught me how to how to read notes and that at the oh, very beginning. Nice. So then he just said, here, take this book and do whatever you can do. So he kind of was like a sort of a makeshift piano teacher for my okay. case. And then I had to pick up on my, by my, on my own after he passed away. So then, uh, yeah. But then what, what, uh, what I've just been growing to now is just uh, not even playing melodies, just all the left-handed chord stuff. Oh, so okay. if I ever play plant piano, you'd probably just hear a bunch of chords. <laughs> Honestly, it's just going to be that. I'll, I'll have melodies in my head, and then the melody will sing in my head, but no one hears that. <laughs> so you'll just hear chords just playing around. So it's, I'm more of a support backup person when I mean, I it's better piano, than nothing. You know? I don't really think... I can play that much at this point. <laughs> that's fair. Like, happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's about it. That's all good stuff. That's not bad. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get back into the radio. What was it that got you into getting interested here at CFMU? 
or even just radio in general? Well, because I'm in communications, I guess I was bound to be interested in either the newspaper or the radio. Oh, okay. And I then see. I kind of just got into the radio first. The newspaper seemed, I don't know, seemed a little more like intimidating. Like the radio is more chill and casual. Oh, I see. Kind I see. of. And then yeah, I just got into this first and stuck with it. But it's been great so far. <laughs> yeah. What do you like most about it? Do you think you'd say? I think definitely that I can choose what music to play. And it's kind of all about, like, what I want to do. No one's really telling me what to do at all, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of just do whatever That's you true. want, as long That's as, like, true. in the guidelines, and then it's good. Yeah. And then I listen to so much music, so it's good to be able to, like, show other people what I like. Absolutely. Interesting. Also, I think, because honestly, I don't listen to that much indie music outside of, like looking up for the radio show, so it helps me find new artists. Oh, yeah. That's true, because um, this is this is really the place to, and time and place where you can go and kind of just surf surf the library, yeah. surf Spotify for related artists and that sort of thing, and uh, if folks have started so their submissions. I can kind of see now how that would be, That's that, that actually ties in very nicely to your program then. And yeah. Because sort of <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about it, I think, yeah, because Spotify especially, I know for a, certain, for a fact that it all, almost always will recommend something to you yeah. afterwards. It'll add stuff to your playlist so you don't even realize it. Usually for the better. Yeah. <laughs> Usually for the better. Usually they're good selections, yeah. Um, okay, here's something. Um, now, th- this this, if you're listening, is not going to hinder from any musical selections that Jess will play, but not to put you on the spot, what are some of your favorite genres or artists or things you've been listening to presently? In general, I mostly listen to, like, oh, it's not like, I listen to, like, pop punk and, like, punk rock and stuff. Okay, yeah. And then, like, it'll go between that and, like, early 2000 throwbacks. Oh, those are, those are good. That's a good place to be. Yeah, so I don't like <laughs> I don't jam out to indie music on a regular basis, but <laughs> No, that's that's totally fair. I mean, if you asked me, I'd I'd probably be talking about disco and all the yeah. oldies and that sort of thing, you know. But at the same time, um no, I think I think in a lot of indie music is a listening experience, I'd say. More yeah. so than something that you really want to, you know, bop your head. Some are uh, some are actually some pretty good bops actually, but mostly the listening experience I think is the better time. Yeah, I'll listen to a lot of indie music if I'm doing something else, like if I'm studying or writing an essay. Yeah. Because I'm not going to, like, want to scream out the lyrics as much as, like, a <laughs> pop song that I really know. But And I guess it probably would kind of suit a little better to when you're doing those yeah. things, I suppose. <laughs> well, unless you go to a show, perhaps, maybe you might be able yeah, to Yeah, that's another thing. I've, like, a lot of the indie artists that I've discovered are pretty local or the Canadian. So I actually won through the campus events, McMaster campus events, Instagram, like, contest um, tickets to Dan Mangan. Oh, wow. Which I played on the show, and that's why I knew him. Oh, wow. So now I'm seeing him on Friday, which is cool. That's really cool. Yeah. That is really cool. And you know what? Being here, are you you yourself, are you yourself a a Hamilton native, or where's your hometown? Out of curiosity. I live here now, but I'm from Oakville. Okay, okay, I see. But I have family here, so I, I've visited here quite a lot oh, in the past years. That's really good. That's really yeah. good. Because you probably are aware of the music scene here in terms of just how much goes on. Yeah, right? a little bit. It's, it's nuts how many concerts go on around. Yeah. And it's 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 interesting because all, all the locals will love to throw on shows. Sometimes we'll play their music. And then it's always a wonder, you know, you hear the same song being played live. We had this... <laughs> Um, not too long ago, there were a couple of artists that had been sitting in our charts for the past. There was Dan Edmonds, who was one of them. Ellis, who was another one. They had a show together uh, on the 5th of March. 
and um, we played. It was funny because we played a lot of the music. Their their albums were on re, on rotation, very heavy rotation. Yeah, I think I've played Softy, right? Yes, Dan that's Edmonds, right. Yeah. From Dan Edmonds, his album Softy, that else is two singles. Uh, in anticipation for the album. I'll, I'll plug them in because why not? <laughs> but yeah, um, went to the show and I said, let's see what songs are going to be heard. I know I was with some of their volunteers. We heard some of the greatest selections off the album. It was like one of the most mind-blowing, wonderful times we had. Yeah, I think even <laughs> for like the Hamilton Supercrawl, one yes, of them, and Bahamas right. was there. Yeah. And they're one of my favorite like indie artists. Absolutely. And that was yeah. so good. And especially because I've been playing their music for like the past year before I saw him. So yeah. it's really fun. And then, and then you know, getting getting to really know the artist is yeah. always a fun time too because it's so local and it's so unplugged. I mean, to, to a degree, you know, it's not like a massive light show or anything yeah. like that. But it's like it's a really nice intimate setting most times. And then after, after the show or between intermissions, you can just go ahead and chat. It's, it's a very casual setting, which is always fun. Like I'm pretty sure I thought Bahamas was a band for the first like <laughs> three months I played him. Yeah. So then actually getting to see, and he's funny too. So getting oh, to like cool. see him in concert and then him talk to like the audience is cool. Absolutely. That must've been fun. I know for mine, my very first show um, that I attended actually, the very first concert of, of all that I ever attended was actually one here because it was an interview that I was, um, cause I was trying to get into, this is, this is time back into that story of um, trying to get into interviews and such oh, so yeah. I'd be able to use production. So there was this one, uh, there was a, band by the name of Language Arts, um, and uh, the Kristen, the front woman, I interviewed her for the first time. It was a telephone interview, so that was a fun time. But this was before the show, so I'd never met her in person oh, okay. at all before, so it was kind of like, and she didn't even come, so it was a telephone interview, so it was like being able to associate a voice with a name, but not a face yet. So I said, I'm going to come to your show, and I'll probably meet you. So I did this to two bands, because they were both performing at the same show. Um, and then when I got to the show, then it was a matter of trying to go up to them and say, hey, I was the guy that interviewed you. And then they're like, no way. <laughs> you know, and then from there, you, you start chatting. And it was a wonderful time, that, that the little interaction we had. And, and then from there, there was another opener that I wasn't aware of that was there. So I reached out to them and said, hey, you want to come to the station? They said, sure. And there was another one there. Yeah, It's really kind of like, like this nice little string of, of, of networks and interactions you can make around. Yeah, I've met a lot of new people because of the CFMU. Not in any in person, actually, but yeah. just online. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, and the, the interactions are just wonderful. Whether it be in person, online, anything you come around, and if you are listening, you can always come by and visit the station. You're more than welcome to do so. Have a chat. We're, we're more than happy to do so. Uh, is there anything in closing? I guess now, would you that you'd like to recommend to anybody potentially interested in getting involved here? Um, the application process for volunteering is pretty easy. There wasn't much to it, so I really recommend volunteering first for a little bit and mm -hmm. then kind of figuring stuff out and then just applying for a show if you want. Or there's a lot of different options for you to do it. Absolutely. Like my friend volunteered by creating playlists for us for a while. Oh, wow. I don't know for what. I think for our Spotify account maybe or something. Something of the sort. Yeah, no, in the music office then helping out there doing some Yeah, music so there are just a lot things. of different options to help yes, out. Yes, that's right. So, so I you've would got, recommend that. You've got the music side with Erica Camiso, currently our music director. You've got news and uh, all the outreach stuff with Olivia Fava, our community outreach coordinator. There are sports because Duncan would love to use some help. <laughs> Duncan Simmons, myself here in production, although um, typically because we normally handle promos, interviews, but there's a lot you can get involved with, absolutely for certain. Uh, but yeah, and for, for Jess's case with her show, don't forget to catch it as well. That's the Indie Night Shift, which airs on Tuesdays. You actually have a show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this, for context, is, is, has been, was uh, recorded on a Tuesday. It'll be on Tuesdays from 9.30 to 11 p.m. And uh, yeah, Jess, thanks so much for coming by. Thank you for having me.
Well, surprise, that was a music break for you. <laughs> Told you I was going to change things up. That was completely fake of a laugh, by the way. Anyways, um, what you just heard was the interview that I had with Jessica Martinez, the host. Jess, as I referred to her in the interview. Uh, she, once again, is the host of the Indie Night Shift, a show on Tuesdays from 9.30 to 11 p.m. right here on 93.3 CFMU. And you can always check out her previous shows as she currently, along with many of us, myself included, aren't actually in our in the studio doing our shows live or new pre-records are not coming out but nonetheless programming is still going on and different programming is going on during, throughout the week because we have so many programs at least over well about I say at least 100, I think, and counting. So um, definitely a wonderful opportunity to go ahead and check out our programming and just to support our station. Again, it doesn't have to be financial, although we just had our um, our fundraiser not too long ago, Raise Your Voice campaign, which actually will be referenced in this next segment. Uh, but you know what? I just wanted to quickly plug in and say that any kind of support, whether it be, you know, financially, which is which is great, which is probably one of the best ways, but also just tuning in and listening, supporting us as 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 a listener that the listener that you are, and you know, even spreading the word, just sharing the fact that there is this station in Hamilton that plays, you know, all these wonderful programs that showcases all these programs, all these voices, and all these different communities and cultures to be showcased to you, the listener. So thank you so much for what you do. And while this may not be the greatest time to go about uh, extending the fundraiser, uh, given our current circumstances, I think this is just a good time. And the message I'd like to pull out, put out there is now would be a good time to alongside commercial radio, support your local community radio station. It could be CFMU. If you're listening from a different community, um, you may have one in your area too. So go on ahead and give them a listen and just, uh, you know, say hi virtually in some way, shape, or form, or just provide your support in some way, because I think these are very important ways that these cultures, and especially the underrepresented cultures, um, can get their word across and be able to showcase what they've got to showcase. Anyways, uh, and speaking and continuing on with the radio sort of theme, as has been for this episode, let's move on to our next segment now, which is the second of the air checks that I had uh, mentioned earlier uh, in this program. Basically, this one is one with a different show that's called CFMU Picks on Air, which I will also reference in the uh, in the actual air check, where uh, it's uh, actually a show that's hosted by one Natalie Clark, who was a student at, C- at McMaster and also volunteer at CFMU, and uh, she was away for the day, so I was invited to go ahead and fill in the time slot for her. And it so happened that, you know, if you managed to catch the first air check, uh, my good friend M. Harrison Shin was also there. So I had I asked him and said, hey, do you want to go ahead and uh, join me in, in filling out this uh, time slot? And he said, sure. So this is the result of a, about an hour's long podcast, but reduced to the air check. And uh, I feel like we're probably going to be running out of time as it is. So I may not be able to feature the entire air check, but I will post the full thing somewhere and I'll give you some information on the show page. But in the meantime, here is an excerpt of the air check, the second air check on uh, this was actually not too long ago, which really surprises me from the 2nd of March. So relative to today, very different environment at the time, given that everything was still in its usual day-to-day operation. So nonetheless, here's the segment. Hopefully you enjoy it. And I will catch you just before the end of today's program of First Up. You're listening to 93.3 CFMU, redefining radio in your community since 1978. My name is actually Harrison Shin. Um, I am currently broadcasting this in the basement of Master University Student Center. Um, 
I just wanted to play one of my favorite um, songs from my favorite band, Rush. It is they're very Canadian, and um, this album is called Power Windows. I believe it is from 1970s. And just a sec. Maybe I should probably introduce the first song you heard. <laughs> yes. Oh, I oh I thought we were, I thought I were describing about the the song that I'm gonna play, but Jomar. Surprise. Well, it's me, uh, Jomar. I'm the production coordinator filling for Natalie's show. This is technically supposed to be for CFMU picks, but I think, in fairness, I will stick to the uh, sort of the uh, new release genre as well as I guess we'll let Harrison have some of his favorites on, which is no problem because music is always music. And also, just a quick reminder, as before, sorry, Harrison. Bio. <laughs> I apologize. First of all, <laughs> no worries. It's it's all good. It's all good. So the first song. Their first off was My Love from Ludic. They, uh, it's one of their singles, and I believe it's just a compilation of, e- of, of their singles in this EP. Just a great three-piece from uh, all the way out in BC, and believe it or not, they're only 18, 18, and 20 years old, respectively. Can you believe that? Wow. It's nuts. Ayla uh, Tesla-Mabe, who is their lead guitarist, is just an absolute genius at that instrument. Two of the two of two of the members of that of the Ludic are actually younger than me, <laughs> one year younger than me, and they're doing, and they already know what they're good at. Wow. It's a wonder. It's a wonder. <laughs> I'll tell you, they're, they're just absolute geniuses at the at the, at the craft. That's why I I, I love this EP. This uh, this selection of, of five songs that they've got here in our library. I remember because um, I I was I also work in the music office, and then I and I was the one who imported the their songs into our music database. And I remember I was listening to like trying to figure out like what kind of genre just trying to make sure and then i remember it was actually like i just at that moment i knew this they are like just something they are something you probably hinted a good a good hit coming out of there yes just a smash hit a wonderful track absolute gold i'll tell you (laughs) (laughs) now before harrison you introduce your song which i which i will get to we promise i just wanted to quickly plug (laughs) very quickly plug the fundraiser because i know this is that important time of year and uh, just to say that if you happen to have any time and we would actually absolutely appreciate your support for us here at cfmu uh it is about the time of year when we go about uh, uh doing our fundraiser raise your voice for this year 2020 and your help is needed more than ever this particular year uh but really all we want to say not just on on that is also just you know we we thank you in advance for your support as well and we we continually thank you also not just in advance but just generally for your support for even just coming here if you've just joined us now if you're tuned in and uh uh, do uh, reach reach out to us so you can contact us through um through our show pages if you're looking for a particular host at the same time also uh, to provide if you'd like to help us financially you may do so by through our website cfmu.ca uh there'll be a link actually the, the banner will come come up right at the bottom of any page you open right off the bat uh you can also call our on-air line 905-528-9888 uh if you'd like to provide a pledge over the phone as well and uh paypal is accepted through our website by the way through both paypal as well as a credit card both are accepted but nonetheless i digress on that just your support is absolutely valued here at cfmu just spread the word and i think that even even just that little bit of passing the word around will do wonders indeed and as a volunteer in the cfmu but also a human and a show host in cfmu i absolutely love working in here with these lovely people and it will be also very much appreciated if our lovely listeners, the audiences, will also support us, and I know you guys will do because I we love you guys, and this is an unconditional love to audiences. <laughs> From host to listener, well, you absolutely are unconditionally loved. So, anyway, Harrison, I don't want to hold you up, and I want to let you go ahead and introduce that track of yours. Well, I mean, first of all, first of all, I need to apologize for not not introducing you and then introducing the ludic. First of all, I apologize. I sincerely apologize, and. 
this is a horrible segue, but this album is Power Windows from Rush back in 1970s or actually it was 1985 exactly. And I is one of my favorite songs is called Middletown Dreams from Side 2 of Power Windows. So that's the introduction you'll provide for this track? And that's that? Yep. Okay, well, this is Rush. Uh, need I say more, or think you got it? I think I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy this selection from Rush right here on 93.3 CFMU. This is a selection from Will Bowes, and this is the devil I know from his new album, Character. I know my hesitation It's just the devil I know Here's something from Carol King called Worry Lead from her 1971 album, Tapestry. There was Carol King with Where You Lead coming off of her album Tapestry. That was from 1971, just a classic. One that I recently discovered because I was so occupied with all the hits on that one that I forgot about the rest of the album. And, you know, it was actually my dad who introduced me to that one. So this is why you got to love albums, for that particular reason. Because you never know what kinds of hidden gems you'll come across. Yes, indeed. And that's the reason why I absolutely love going into the music library of CFMU, because... there's just too much albums and then too much albums especially vinyls and then you'll never know what kind of jam you will find it out absolutely I say gold yeah also. here's here's a perfect example too because just before that if you were in uh we were playing from will bows that was the devil i know from his album character and that was a great fellow from london ontario you know a thing or two about london don't you harrison i do so i was actually my first canadian i was a canadian hometown so when i first came to canada my hometown was actually london ontario so i gradu- i started my grade 11 in there and then i graduated that high school in there so i lived in lived in 2 years so london's kind of like your sort of your second hometown i would say yes cuz like every time when i come to canada and like whether whether it is hamilton or toronto i like I mean, London will always have a little side of my heart. A little place in your heart, I see. That's always. wonderful. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Now, back on the topic of where we were talking about wonderful albums in, in our library, just before we played Will Bows, we actually had a track from Rush that you kicked off the set with, didn't you? Yes. So, first of all, I am outing myself that I'm a Rush fan. <laughs> I, am, I am a cult yeah. leader. I have two Rush t-shirts. I have, I've been collecting four Rush finals, and I am very, very grateful that I just found bunch of amazing Rush albums, including the archives of one of the first three albums that was released back in 1960s to 1970s. Oh, God. So this this is like the early, early Rush stuff. Yes. So the first three albums of Rush wasn't the first one was really, really successful, but after after those after that one, the two of those, the Fly by Fly Fly by Night and Caress of Steel, wasn't weren't that really famous and wasn't weren't a little weren't a hit. And they were having a little bit of a trouble at that time, but however, the one pl- one the one song I want to play from the Caress of Steel, which was released in back in 1975 in Toronto Sound Studios, Toronto, Ontario, um, the Bastille Day is one of my favorite songs, and 
it was it didn't get a lot of attention until the rush became like amazingly cool. I see. And yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Interesting. Are you? Are you? You know how they have those things in Spotify where they say you're the top one percent of uh, of a thing. Are, <laughs> have Have they found you as what the top one percent in Rush? So what I can say is, it was one in the morning, and I was just listening to my Spotify. <laughs> of course. And then all of a sudden, Spotify says you are you are one of the top one percent of Rush fan worldwide. So you are. <laughs> I am. Well, and... there's a statement to be made. That's for certain. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, and. Here is the song that I talked about, The Bastille Day, from Curse of Steel, 1975, our lovely Canadian rock band, Rush. Enjoy! Well, there it was. That was Rush. Yep. Precisely. Well, what was the track again? Refresh my memory there, uh, Harrison? That song was Bastille Day from their album called Caress of Steel back in 1975 by one of my beloved Canadian rock band, Rush. Absolutely wonderful driving track that was there. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're about halfway through this program. And uh, shout out to Natalie. And hopefully uh, you're, you're doing well today on this fine Monday as well. Because she normally hosts the show. If you're just joining and you're expecting Natalie's voice appearing at, at some point on this program. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I guess it appears that she may not be in present for for today, for for this morning's or this afternoon, technically, release episode. Sadly. So it's uh, myself, uh, Joe Mar, the production coordinator, as well as... Harrison Shin from the Accented from Tales. From Accented Tales, which is on when? Wednesday, 10.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. Oh, my God. I'm I'm one of the co-hosts, and I don't <laughs> remember the proper time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It happens. It's perfectly fine. Sometimes I'll tell people I'll say that I my, my show is on because I still am used to my old time slot sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because before I did the fill in time stuff in September, uh, in my last – the because I was away last year mm-hmm. for co-op. The year before that, I was doing a show on Tuesday mornings from 8 to 9. Oh. It was under a different name. I think it was called The Morning New Teen. Just the same, the same mixed format show, but more music than anything. Mm. So that's what happened in that case. Now I'm just doing this thing. First up, 6 a.m. It was actually, there was one this morning. And uh, I mean, I, I certainly sound a lot different. I sounded a lot different there compared to how I probably <laughs> am now, to be honest, if you compare the two podcasts together. But nonetheless, uh, what I'll tell you is that we're, we still have a lot of great music for you lined up. And as well, just a quick reminder, if you've just joined us now, this is about the time we'd like to reach out to you, as it is our founder fundraiser at this at this current time in the week and um any anything you'd like to mention regarding that harrison well first of all it is the campaign called raise your voice um 93.3 cfmu requires uh, require i mean i wouldn't say requires but we first of all we just wanted to manifest that we love our audiences unconditionally we absolutely love everybody like thanks for listening to us and this is the time that we support our community radio station in this very challenging time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, we've been around for the past 42 years. Can you believe it, eh? I know. It's like, I believe CFMU is older than me for <laughs> 22 years. Much older, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, would, I would say it's... it's, it's CFMU is a bit younger than my mother, but it's almost in the age of my teachers. 
Well, <laughs> I mean, mind you also, it's not just the fact of uh, CFMU, uh, CFMU's FM presence. Remember, we used to be an AM station, a closed circuit station, too, Indeed. before. In the in the early 60s, there was a radio club that used to be around present, and I believe they had a closed circuit station that began. Then they got, I think it was just a very small AM radio station, which was on some frequency under a different set of call letters. I think it was CKMR. Because I always, you'll notice that some records in our library actually may be labeled CKMR. It, there's no record of it anywhere on the on the internet because I have never found anything that is traced back to CKMR, and it, only the people at the station probably would know about it. But indeed, it was it was the former call letters of CFMU before we got uh, granted our FM license in 1978, and that's where CFMU came in. So really, as I guess as, as an FM station, we are actually the third oldest station uh, currently in terms of campus radio, next to CKCU in, in Ottawa and CF uh, CFRC in Kingston. At Queen's University, yeah. Oh, interesting. That is, uh, CFRC is the oldest campus station uh, currently active and still present. I, 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 I have lost my words. This is, <laughs> this is the history of this station and the Canadian campus radio history is just beyond the doubt amazing. But I'll tell you, it's a wonderful, it's an absolutely remarkable history. And also, mind you, here's another fun one. I'd like to also do give a quick shout out to our sister station, CFRU in Guelph, because they share the same frequency as we do, 93.3. They're not too far out from us, too. Uh, so if there are any Guelph listeners that may be catching, uh, catching our particular station, I'm thinking of listening and catching, and I got catching as my terminology. Catching. you got to love sometimes when I make these mixed up words on occasion. You'll, you'll, ever, you'll sometimes hear it when I'm on my morning show. You'll hear, you'll hear these, not really spoonerisms but just mixes these weird combinations of words but anyways yeah shout out and greetings to anybody uh, who may be tuned in from that particular area as well because i know they're also um sort of in the same i guess the same boat as we are i suppose i think i'd so. safely say and in, in terms of you know being a campus station and all which is not too bad yeah and all i wanted to say is Hello, Guelph from <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> but yeah, back to our back to the campaign. Also, yeah, you're more than welcome to provide us with your support, uh, whether that be financial or even just again, we always say spread the word. Spreading the word really, I think, is one of the biggest ways you can get the word around about CFMU. Indeed, absolutely. So tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody that you see. Well, in in, in ways you think that are fathomable or, or manageable on on the street out. But uh, anyway, you can always send us your donation online at cfmu.ca if you'd like to provide it or pitch in something. Uh, that can be through uh, PayPal, because I believe that is the primary method there, through your credit card or PayPal account, as well as the telephone line, because that's always been a tradition here at CFMU to do the on-air of uh, the, the telephone line pledges. They're open still, 905-528-9888. That's 905-528-9888 for that. And uh, yeah, Harrison, anything else you'd like to throw in for the fundraiser? Well, first of all, I, I would like to manifest to the world that I have... I have been. Um, I have a bunch of properties that may or may not show my support for ninety-three three CFMU. <laughs> I have T-shirts. Oh, I have the merchant. Juke, ah, the I have mugs. Yeah. And currently, like I know you, I know you guys, I know my our audiences cannot see it, but in the back of my laptop, I have the ninety-three three CFMU community radio bumper sticker, no, I think which was affixed to my the back of my laptop because I don't have a car. <laughs> I think our footage will definitely catch that somehow. You can. <laughs> I, I mean, I think. Um, well, you should take a picture of it and stick it on your show page one of these days. Perhaps hey, you could do that. It's possible. See, there are ways you can go about with it. Yeah. Well, we're just past the half hour now, and I'd like to introduce the next song and play some more music in honor of Natalie's show. This is technically still CFMU Picks on Air, but this is Joe Martin Harrison filling in for you for this morning or for this afternoon. I'm still thinking of the morning. This is what happens when you think about the morning slot. It is. This is 1 to 2 p.m. Isn't that oh. funny? Wow. Which is, it's funny because I'm always so used to thinking I'm here in the morning. 
every every show I've That's done so true. far, every show I've done has always been a morning show, which is really funny. Yeah, well, your show is in the morning. Yeah. Like very early. Every instance. Remember, yeah. the, the show I had before, um, first up was filling time. I was just filling, literally filling time. <laughs> and that was, an, that was a morning show, 8 to 8.30. I've never had a program after, after 12 noon. This is actually, I think, the first time I'm filling in. So um, I guess I should owe my thanks to Natalie then, actually, for uh, giving us the opportunity to indirectly, I mean, we kind of came in and we had some word and said they were, we could go ahead and help fill out the time and fill some music and provide you with some information about the latest releases, which is something that I know Natalie very much stays true to in her program. And we'll take a little spin, no pun intended, on our own <laughs> records that uh, that we've spun on here so far, you know, that all that one. fun stuff. Yeah, anyway, uh, we're going to go back to our uh, new releases library for the time being because we have some wonderful um, uh, selections we have here for you. The next two artists we'll be playing will be having a show this coming week, actually. I know. Uh, yes, and those two, along with, there's another uh, there's another artist who will be performing as well as an opener. It'll be Dan Edmonds as an opening act for Ellis. I know. I'm going to the sh- releasing party. It's going to be just... an exciting show. I know. I'm just like I'm just so excited. Like Don Don Edmonds, like I have his <laughs> song in my playlist. I have Ellis's song in my playlist, and those three songs are like my go-to playlist. Like your go-to I, songs, I, playlist. I co- go-to songs. I mean, um, I wow, I'm stuttering too much. I cannot right? manifest enough. <laughs> no, you got you got to start fanning over it here. This is this is this is your manifestation on the air. There you go. <laughs> hey, Ellis and Don Edmonds, if you're listening to me, I love your songs. Just letting you know. <laughs> And we're about to play it, so show us support. And uh, there will be a surprise coming. I mean, I, I probably won't release much information now, but there will be a surprise coming later this week regarding the two of them. I know. So, without further ado, we'll first be playing a track from one of the openers, which is Dan Edmonds. Uh, this is off of, by the way, if you're unfamiliar with his album so far, it's a recent release by the name of Softy. Just a wonderful um, a selection from the great uh, Hamilton-based uh, singer-songwriter. This is a little something by the name of Two Thirds of a Fifth, I think we'll be playing here for you this uh, this afternoon. I still have to get used to the noon terminology, which is really funny. <laughs> so it'll keep haunting me. Anyway, here's Dan Edmonds on CFMU. Well, that is the air check, at least what I can share share with you for now, and that's the show for today. Uh, for the rest of the air check, I will once again have a link on my show page the episode for this episode, uh, that is, uh, to be able to access the entire air check if you'd like to listen to it, as well as perhaps some other content that you might be interested in checking out throughout this time. Uh, once again, I just uh, highly encourage you to go ahead and just, you know, provide a word of thanks to those who are still working out there in the essential services and those deemed essential, especially uh, the area of radio and the television, the news folks that are still providing relevant and important information and conveying that to us who are staying at home and trying the best that we can to help flatten this curve and um, sort of uh, reduce the effects of COVID-19 around and, you know, just have to um, go about with these uh, modified lifestyles as best as we can. So I just encourage you to go ahead and just to, you know, give them a shout, send them a text or a, a message on social media or something, or even just tune in. And I think just tuning in would be working wonders and will work wonders for them. And you know what? Also community radio, college stations, community stations that are still in operation at this time, um, go ahead and support them. And uh, just, you know, send them your hi, send them your thanks, and uh, it'll absolutely be appreciated. I know we absolutely appreciate all the thanks and all the listeners, really, um, for those who have been faithful to us ever since the beginning in January 19. 
and 78, and even beyond, because we were a radio club back in the 60s before we got our official um, uh, frequency here on 93.3 on the FM. But anyways, uh, thank you so much once again for joining me here on this program of this edition, this episode of First Up. And uh, this has been a home broadcast of my own, pre-recorded, obviously, but nonetheless, hopefully you enjoyed it, and I look forward to catching you next week. This has been First Up for 93.3 CFMU Broadcasting out of McMaster University in the basement of the Student Center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Currently at home with my home studio, the home noises, the great airplanes, all the Amber Alerts going off, for good measure, that is, as well as um, just being here at home and seeing what I can do. Uh, This is Jomar once again, and hopefully you enjoyed. I'll catch you next week. Take care.